Broadcasting from another dimension, deep within the Ghost Shrimp National Forest, sending you secrets from the future directly into your motherfucking mind. Ha 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 ha! What up, everybody? Welcome to episode 49, 49, 49 of the Ghost Shrimp and Friends podcast. Uh, this is a Adventure Time season series finale special episode, you know what I'm saying? Um, I watched uh, the finale last night over with the homie Kent Osborne, obviously the Emmy award-winning head writer of Adventure Time slash My Neighbor slash Ghost Scout Harvest Moon slash Camp Counselor 2018, you know what I'm saying, slash New Best Friend, okay? Of course, we watched the finale together last night, and uh, you know we uh, we just we we watched it twice through, and then jumped right in, and just wanted to record our thoughts fresh um, on the spot. We were both just very excited. It's kind of a whirlwind. I almost just felt giddy and dizzy. Um, <laughs> it could have been the weed and the whiskey as well. Um, but, uh, we were just having a good old time and just truly, really enjoying ourselves. And I know I was just feeling so fortunate, so blessed, um, and just, uh, so proud to be part of such an amazing, um, uh, show, such an amazing project, uh, to have collaborated with so many, uh, super talented visionary artists that truly brought the show to life and made the show stand out and, and allowed it to go 10 seasons. Um, obviously, big shout out to all the fucking fans out there. You know, without the fans, there is no show um, at that level for sure. And uh, for everybody that went along for the ride, um, that was, uh, it was so amazing, you know, and I've been just binging the episodes, uh, though I watched five seasons in the last week, um, getting all caught up for the finale and, uh, working on my special top secret super surprise adventure time triptych. I hope everybody enjoyed that. I put those p those three pieces out throughout the day on Monday on uh, Adventure Time Finale Day, uh, and I was literally, as I finished them, I posted them, and it was like right down to the wire, um, so I had to put it in top gear, I had to ink and color those three pieces in two days, on Saturday and Sunday, to have them ready for Monday, and literally working right up until I was posting each of them, but uh, I nailed it, and they came out so good, I'm so fucking pumped about it, um, if you haven't seen them yet, you can check them out at GoShrimpGlobal.com. You can check them out on my Patreon. I mean, uh, you can check them out on my Instagram. Um, and of course, uh, you can check out behind the foreskin of the making of that triptych on the Patreon. You know, the, the Patreon subscribers are always uh, getting a little extra, a little exclusive uh, look into what's on my desk at the time. Um and uh, that was uh, that was just a really fun way to round out the show is just binging it all and then 
uh, working on that, working on those pieces. I had no idea just how nostalgic it was going to be um, to just watch the show as a fan and then uh, be working on these uh, illustrations. I always wanted to do Adventure Time illustrations. You know, obviously I created the world before it was a show and I, and I you know, was the lead background designer for the first four seasons. Um, but I'd never done actual Adventure Time illustrations where I sat down and, and had fun with it and inked it and colored it myself. So I've always wanted to do that. And uh, I took the opportunity um, to uh, do it. I thought it'd be a really fun way to, to celebrate the finale. And uh, I really, especially because of the pace I was working at, it really reminded me, it felt like I was working on the show again, right in the beginning, working on those same three locations, the Candy Kingdom, the Ice Kingdom, and the Treehouse. Of course, the first three things that I designed for the show, um, I tested, uh, I did test uh, concept drawings of those locations to get the job on the show, um, which I posted some of those this week um, on the on the Instagram. Uh, Y'all know they've been following me. I've just been posting a ton of Adventure Time stuff to get everybody and myself super hyped up for the finale. So now we can breathe a big sigh of relief that it's all over. You know what I'm saying? It's sad, but it's beautiful and it's amazing. And, uh, yeah, me and Kent just jumped in and chopped it up a little bit. I'm, I'm talking to a lot of the, uh, my homies on Adventure Time. Um, Tom Herpick has verified, he has agreed to come on the podcast. So I'm super pumped about that. Emmy award-winning storyboard artist for Adventure Time. Um, one of my favorite people, one of my great homies. Um, he's, uh, he's a real character. I can't wait to get him on the podcast. Akko Castuera, the homies coming on the podcast. Uh, Jackie Buscarino, uh, is going to come on the podcast. Voice of Susan Strong, uh, as well as others. And, uh, you know, I'm just gonna, you know, we got, we got to holler at Jesse again. We got to holler at Andy again. Definitely want to take a little trip down Adventure Time memory lane. Um, and, uh, and just, just bask in the glory um and uh i have been posting up some backgrounds from the finale now that i can do that uh, i posted a few this morning on the instagram and i'm going to post more um so you can uh check those out um and uh, i'm going to keep on giving you the good stuff keeping you inspired you know what i'm saying that is the other half of my job the first part of my job is to do the things that inspire me the most to think up the most amazing projects and just my whole lifestyle that I can think up and, and, and do that every day and live it. That's the first part of my mission. And the second part of my mission is to inspire other people to do the exact same fucking thing, to just really think about, man, I'm a creative animal in an infinite universe. What can I do right now? What would, what would be the most amazing shit I could think up right now and fucking make that my goal and fucking try to accomplish it? You know, so that's my whole deal. That's what this podcast is really about, is to keep you hyped, you know what I'm saying? I know it hasn't been exactly on a weekly basis lately. I keep trying to get it every week. It's it's more been like about every 10 or so days, um, uh, a little bit more in some cases, but I'm really trying. I'm just, it's like one thing after another. I'm so fucking busy right now. Um, and, uh, it doesn't get any easier from here. I was kind of putting off the projects on my desk to get this adventure time shit done. So now I have four jobs. I got to finish up the second raw tray, which is about halfway penciled. 
Um, I have to finish up the uh, new album cover for Uncle Terry, uh, which that's basically pencil. It's like 90% penciled, um, so that's cool. Uh, and then I have a shirt that I have to do for Flying Lotus for his Brain Feeder uh, record label, um, and that's got to get done in the next couple weeks here. And then I also have to do, I've now been uh, got my upfront money, so I'm officially starting um, to do a album cover for a single um, featuring Sadat X, Razkaz, and Guilty Simpson. You know what I'm saying? So that's some hot new news um, right at the top of the podcast. Um, that's another. So I have four fucking jobs on my desk right now, and uh, I gotta fucking just put my nose down and fucking draw my dick off. You know what I'm saying? Just draw my scrotum off. Um, and, uh, and, and, and get this shit done, you know what I'm saying? So, um, be sure to, to stay tuned to the Patreon cause I'm going to continue to, uh, make videos on behind the scenes of all these illustration projects. Um, there's already some stuff up of, uh, of most of the stuff I just mentioned, uh, the early phase of, of those projects is already up there on video. And we're just gonna fucking keep doing it, you know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, it's 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 late summer here in Vermont. It's muggy. It's uh, the leaves are starting to to twinkle and turn a little bit. Um, you know, it's usually about the end of September that we get that peak fall foliage where the forests are just ablaze with color, with reds and oranges and greens and every fucking autumn color. <laughs> like life is an infinite prism you know what i'm saying so uh all right let's see and uh i think we have a new patron this week so big shout out for the for three dollars throwing down three dollars per episode we've got a new member to the patreon welcome pablo maggie is it maggie or maggie m-a-g-g-i Pablo, Maggie, Maggie, Maggie. Um, any way you say it, you know what I'm saying? Mad shout out, mad respect. I love the support. Get yourself a bowl of fucking beef stew. All right, so without further ado, uh, let's kick it over to my man, A Wall One, and let's get into this shit. <laughs> All right, here we are. On the night of the Adventure Time finale, this is so glorious. Come along with me. The final four episodes of Adventure Time just aired. We are at Casa de Kent Osborne, aka Kent Osborne's BMB. <laughs> and uh, we just absorbed, we watched the episode twice through. We were watching it live. Let's pour a little whiskey here. We're celebrating tonight with some whistle pig, some fine Vermont whiskey. Um, and, uh, we just watched the finale twice through live on Cartoon Network. I don't know if they're still showing it. Hopefully we said they should show this thing for a week. 
until the, fan, <laughs> the fans demand that it comes back. Um, uh, and we were just loving it, man. I feel like we're, I feel like I'm in heaven right now. I feel like I'm glowing. I feel like I've won two Emmys now. How do you feel? I mean, where are we right now? Yeah. Cheers. 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 First of all, good job. Yeah. Ten seasons of Adventure Time, like wrapped yeah. up in a most glorious fashion. Yeah. You were there at the very beginning, and the very end. That's true. I was there just after the very beginning. <laughs> yep. Time 1.5. At what point did you join the show? When, um, what, what, it Wedding was... Bells Thaw was my first storyboard that I worked on, because I think there had been like maybe eight boards before, 16 or something, or, uh-huh. but that, it was when, it was right after uh, like Dryman and Merriweather people came on. And then I, I so was, that was season one. That yeah, was like yeah. halfway through. Yeah, or and I was like done that. on Flapjack, and then I, right, 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 I right, got right. partnered with Mickey Yang. Yep. Voice of Bimo and Lady Raina. Voice of Bimo and Lady. I know. I always yeah. think of Bimo as a girl because she did the voice. Like it's funny that Bimo is sort of identical. They call him him, but I always think of her. Yeah. Him as a girl. Gender fluid. Sometimes yeah, they call gender fluid. Bimo <laughs> her. Yeah. But the next cube was Elizabeth Ito and Adam Muto. Yeah. The great, the great Adam Muto. You were singing Adam's oh praises God. tonight. He killed it. Yeah. The finale was yeah. insane. It's so good. Yeah, he took it home. Movie theater you know? quality he, yeah. at a television. Absolutely. I wish that it could have been two hours. In yeah. my mind, I thought it was going to be two hours, and then I remembered that it was only four yeah. episodes. It was like, so epic. And, yeah. And when we were, when they announced, and I was telling you this earlier, when they announced it was, it was going to be the final season, we were four episodes from the end. So yeah. we basically had to like figure out how to tie everything up right you weren't expecting it to be the end so quickly right we thought we'd have another season probably to like so how many episodes did you think you were gonna have to tie it up like another 26 i guess wow like we were sudden we were in the process we were gonna end with a four-part tom had written uh tom herpick wrote an outline for this like epic like story about i don't know if you should talk about it but yeah, yeah, no, that's, I want to get into it. I want to get into the. That's what the fans want to hear. I mean, it's over now, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you can't spoil anything yeah, now yeah. that it's over, and this won't come out till tomorrow anyway. So well, there's this great will... story about Finn. He's like mole people, and um, and it had, like, a, some elements that ended up in the finale were definitely a part of the story, but we had to, like, we were, we were working on that and thinking about setting up things with, like, Uncle Gumball and stuff for next season, right. So and not even thinking about other storylines and then they're like, these are the last four. And then they gave us like some extra time. Yeah. We were like, well, we can't write this. So they gave us like a couple months to like, or a couple extra months to like figure it out. So you, you guys thought you were making a four part kind of on its own thing. Yeah. It was going to be like a four parter to, to kind of go into the next season. Yeah. And then they were like, no, this is it. Yeah. Yeah. So then we had to figure, yeah. Then, then. Were, what, what, what was people's reaction to that? Were they just like, what the fuck? Were people happy? Were people, it was, what was the general? It was, uh, it was like sudden, like when, I remember when Adam told me, and I remember when Adam told that voice actors, like it was just, it was like a bummer. Although when he told the voice actors, it was like, you could tell people were really like, oh, like, okay, like we had a good run, but people were emotional. And then Tom, yeah. Kenny, Tom Kenny said, well, I tell you, earlier this morning I was doing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Powerpuff Girls, and he said like a third thing, you know, like a re- and he's like, so this show ain't going anywhere. And like, God, I mean, he's this Tom Kenny. So yeah. It's funny when he said it. But, <laughs> yeah. but it was, uh, you know, he was just like, well, we're all going to be back. We're going to be doing these verses. Till, yeah. Yeah. Tom Kenny, I have to say, I met him for the first time at the Adventure Time rap party, which was what last 
November? November, last yeah. fall. Yeah. I flew out for one that one crazy night yeah, to stay uh, with me and <laughs> yeah, stayed with you at your house. And uh and we, we hit that party and it was it was totally amazing, but I met him there, and he was so nice. I said, yeah, I designed the world, and he was like, oh, my God, we've been living in a world all this time. And I told him, like, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Mr. Show, and he's like, oh, let me get my wife. And, like, oh, they right. came yeah. over and took a, took some pictures with me, and then later on... Jill Tally, came, his yeah, wife, yeah. voice of Maja. Yeah, yeah, she came back, and she was like, before, those, the lighting was really bad in those pictures. Do you want to take some more? And I was like, oh, my God, yes. It's <laughs> like, the, the, like yeah. the nicest people in the world. Yeah. It was so cool. Yeah, very nice. Because I was just totally geeking out about, you know, their Mr. Show stardom. He would always send the crew, uh, like, at Christmas, or, or the holidays, he would send, like, really good cake with milk mm -hmm. it's delicious wow that's so nice that's so cool how everybody really becomes like a part of the fabric of the show and the and it, it does it, it does create some kind of weird family bonding in a way doesn't it yeah 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 sure so what were the do you remember any other storylines that you feel like we're going to get wrapped up like what like like if walk us through if you had this season what were you guys what what thoughts do you remember about what you were thinking about the season that never was i don't know if we were thinking about it too hard but we were thinking in broad strokes right um but we you know i, I don't know i mean a lot of it is like adam Muda. like he, he he had a real clear vision of what he wanted to do and like where he wanted things to go and so he was kind of guiding the story. I mean, I don't. And remember. from the beginning, Adam was like a very strong voice on the show. Uh, uh, one of the like when I came on the show, it was like Penn, Pat, and Adam, and they were all just yeah. in there doing it together. Yeah. And then once the show started to take shape, they were like, "Well, Penn's the creator, and Pat's the creative director, and like there isn't really a third leader in our traditional format." So like Adam, you're what they made him what was his title in the beginning do you remember uh, storyboard director or storyboarder right or? so he was like but he was sort of like his but his his real hand in developing the show was much more than that so we were just talking about how it was cool that um it worked out where he got to really bring the show home and and you know he was one yeah. of the people whose voice was so strong in the beginning and i remember i always talk about this but when i first came on the show they gave me like stapled together pamphlets that he had done which were like notes and ideas about the locations and stuff and he had all these designs and of course I took designs the designs in my own direction for the backgrounds but like it was mind-blowing the amount of creativity and information that were in those packets I was immediately blown away and just the depth of it the depth of his vision of storytelling and story building and stuff was so evident right there when I came on so it's it's really cool that he got to take it home at the end yeah I think. yeah yeah, like my my title is like head of story, which is like misleading because it sounds like I'm like I'm the head, and I'm, right. this is all coming out of my head. Uh, so you're like the well, you're like the but, head of translating story, maybe. Mm, yeah, maybe. Or I've, <laughs> I think I've been there the longest. I'm the yeah. writer. I'm the writer who's been there in the writers' room the longest. Right. I think other than you know Penn. Or, but you mean like like the vision really comes from Adam in the second half of the show. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because for people that don't know, Penn ran the show seasons one through five and then left and then, or stepped down, but stayed on as a writer. And then Adam uh, ran the show from five through 10, correct? Yeah, he became a showrunner. And then Penn stayed. Or six through 10. Yeah. yeah. And Penn stayed in the writer's room until yeah. the end of Stakes. I think that was the. So that was season seven, right? 
Because uh, that's the first thing that I came back to yeah. work on. I can't keep track of the seasons because they change I'm it. I'm pretty on sure every, it was season seven. Like on Amazon, there's like eleven seasons, and on like Hulu, <laughs> there's nine. And on, like it's all different formats. Yeah. Like, um, well, the rest of season ten, it, I think the entirety of season ten, probably including the finale, comes out tomorrow. Like for purchase, like they said, you can get it on Amazon. And everything tomorrow. Oh yeah. So that's well, they have every cool. episode but the finale. It might be on right now too. Oh, they do have it. Okay, Mike's, all right. Uh, yeah, it probably is. <laughs> all the latest <laughs> info on when it drops and where you can when find it. it. How talking. many seasons there are already out? <laughs> um, so yeah, so you, so you don't remember any things that were kind of kicking around in your mind? I that think there was were... like we wanted to do more with Sweet Pea. Mm-hmm. We wanted to do right, right. The Lich, Sweet Pea, the Lich. Yeah, it wasn't even like while we're writing season ten, we're like mapping out the next season like we're trying we're you know i think you're trying to finish the season but you're also thinking and like you, you have all these like balls in the air so you're like oh okay we can we can combine this story or we can like follow this story or yeah but yeah i didn't have like i was i mean i that i've never worked on a show that long and so right. i did i at that point like near once they announced it was ending i was like oh it's ending like I felt like a really old person. Like, oh, that's good. I've lived a good life. Like, I'm ready to crawl to the ground. I know. I feel like this does get... Yeah, I feel like you have had an air of uh, your mortality around you lately. That's where, you're, that's where your mind's at lately. Yeah. And we were writing outlines, too. It's such a... The storyboard-driven show is such a crazy process, too, because a lot of times you want the writing to go really slow because you want to, like... You want to give the borders, like really loose uh outlines that don't have like too much specific stuff so they can so because they do like the borders come up with like all the the craziest stuff and the biggest like world building stuff like they really like come up with amazing and then so then we're going to like those pitches and seeing that and then like going back in the writer's room and being like okay let's yeah let's build on what jesse did or let's build on what like yeah the writers kind of set the basic stage but then it's up to the storyboarders to really fill in the play, fill in the acting, fill in yeah. the dialogue, d- deliver it all, bring it home, yeah. you know, put the meat on those bones and barbecue it yeah. up. Yeah. You yeah. Know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and the, I mean, the God, the storyboarders on the crew and everybody working on it. And, and I think, you know, Tom, shout outs to Tom Herpick for working on the show from the whole time, really, right? He was one of the longest tenured people on the show. Yeah. He came on season one, I think. Yeah, yeah. I always think it was later because in my mind, that first expanse was like so seemed like so long where nobody else was there. You should say a bunch of facts about him that aren't true, and then he'll want to come on the pod. And- <laughs> right? Yeah. No. We're, Tom Herfick has agreed to come on the podcast, so this is happening, oh, which I'm very excited about. Yeah. No. He. I reached. Out, I tried to get him this week. Um, I was super busy working on these Adventure Time this uh, triptych that I've released on Instagram today. So I've been like binging adventure time for the last week i watched five seasons i binged five seasons in like the last week and drew and inked and colored these three illustrations that i that i put up for this triptych um so i've been in like this crazy warp zone this crazy adventure time sprint warp zone but uh so i haven't had a chance i I, we we didn't get a chance to do a podcast last week but i did reach out to tommy I reached out to Akko. I was trying to get some people. I reached out to Jackie. We're going to get Jackie Buscarino on the oh. podcast. So everybody's coming voice, on. Voice of Susan Strong. Exactly. Voice of Susan Strong, who as I was binging, I got to see more and more and more of, which was amazing. 
Um, I love Jackie. We really like, uh, <laughs> we have the, like somehow like the same sense of humor or something. Yeah. When we worked on Flapjack for that small amount of time together, we were uh, very buddy-buddy. She's definitely... I think there's going to be more at Susan Strong, maybe? More with Finn's mother? Yeah. My memory yeah. is terrible. Like, I don't... I was going through this box today, and I was just pulling stuff out that I have, like, no memory of. Like, drawings where I'm like, oh, my God, we're, like... Yeah. Trying to, like... It's crazy. Like, yeah. drawings I did that I don't remember. Yeah. No, I know. It's funny. I used to remember, like... All my New York Times book review illustrations, I used to look at them and remember what each thing meant from the book review and what I was mm -hmm. trying to illustrate in that, like this whole story to it. And now I look at them and I, they're just, the information is gone. I think you just only have so many gigabytes in yeah. your brain, you yeah. know, it's like, how can you remember shit from fucking seven years ago, eight years ago, you know, like, but I remember all the commercial detail. jingles from when I was a kid. Oh, the commercials, watching live television. Yeah, we, we watched it that. live. Yeah. Those commercials are insane. I was completely hooked on some of the products. We were ready chow to get... Crown. Yeah, chow Crown. Yeah, look up the Chow Crown, the Greedy Granny, <laughs> <laughs> and then those, whatever those, those, those fucking skeleton samurai that you oh, dig yeah. out of a, dig out of a block. We were in on all those products. We'll be ordering them all on Amazon. Uh, after this podcast. The Chow Crown looks like, like it's there to torture parents. Like to make parents... It's a yeah, crown with like much... hooks and you're hanging food off it and then like you eat the food without your hands as it spins around yeah, your face. Know. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. it's like you wear this... Yeah, it looks like a fake framework. Yeah, it seemed like a Tim and Eric spoof. Yeah. Uh, where you're wearing a framework of uh, almost like a Wolverine Weapon X helmet, but then yeah. it's just covered with forks that feed you food, uh, which seems insane. It doesn't seem logical at all. Like They're eating like a hard-boiled egg on it? Like, that's like so much cleanup. Like, if nobody with kids designed that, it's insane. But uh, we digress. <laughs> Check out that. Chowground.com. That was the greatest part of the finale. Yeah. Was watching those commercials. Yeah. Those were fake commercials made by us for the finale. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Oh, um, and of course the big, uh, you know, my big spoiler alert that the treehouse gets destroyed in the finale, which was really fun. They were like, they, they hit me up and they're like, the treehouse gets destroyed. We need you to draw this. And I was very excited about that because of course the treehouse is one of the first things that I designed. Uh, just the last couple of days I was posting some of the concept drawings that I had done of the treehouse to test for the show to get on Adventure Time way back in 2008, 10 years ago. 10 seasons ago. Um, it's just incredible. It's just incredible. Give, give everyone a round of applause. Every single person that's worked on the show. Um, but yeah, just, just unreal. And, and it was really fun. Very, very cathartic to come back and uh, be able to destroy the treehouse. I mean, I freelanced for a couple of things. I had done stakes and I'd worked on a couple other things uh, with the show. But it was very fun to come back and work on those final four episodes. And, uh, man, it just came together so well. Of course, I had seen the animatic, but we hadn't seen the, uh, the whole thing together. And it's so good. What do you think? I loved it. <laughs> I, I started crying at the end. And, like, I, I didn't see a work print or anything. Like, I was... Right. That was long. Yeah, because it was, like, two years ago that we worked yeah. on this, basically. Like, I did those backgrounds, like, a year and a half ago. Yeah, I think the last voice record was... January of 2016. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. 
Sorry, I'm looking. I'm seeing if anyone's talking about it. Oh, we're checking Twitter. We're checking these Twitter vibes. This is the <laughs> East Coast, so it's uh, what eight forty-two on the East Coast. So yeah. people on the West Coast are probably starting to absorb it now. It didn't break the internet. It, it hasn't broken the internet yet. <laughs> this will be the, they'll be like, "What? Adventure Time ended? I thought that show was already over a long time ago." Jack Mandarvis tweeted at uh, Jack had a very nice tweet. He said, "Most of my time was spent with Penn, Adam, Ashley, Julia, and Kent." I just want to say, I love you guys. And then I was like, I love you, Jack. And then Ashley was like, I love you. And Jack sent me a, a private message that said, I'm waiting for Adam to say I love you. <laughs> Adam, please. At Jack yeah, Van Darvis. Please tell Jack. Tell him you love him. Because it's important to yeah. do that to people that you appreciate. Um, I love Jack Pendarvis. So he was one of the writers. Yeah, he he would he, always Skype in, right? He was yeah, a guy that he was always in, Skyping in. He lives in Mississippi. Yeah. And he came in during season five, I think. Yeah. And uh, I think his first episode was uh, Frost and Fire. Mm. Is that the name of it? Uh, so everything after that, Jack was in the writer's room writing beautiful, beautiful dialogue and descriptions. Yeah. And coming up with great ideas. And all the other things writers do. But, man, he's like a real writer. He's like a published... These are all the books that he's written. Penn's dipping in... I mean, Penn. Kent is dipping into his library here. Yeah. From here to here is all written by... Wow. A swath of five books <laughs> all written by Jack Penn. But like a real... Yeah. It's incredible. He's a real writer. He yeah. has real books on a real bookshelf. Yeah. That's legit. Yeah. That's incredible. Um... Yeah, and then he's the voice of uh, Root Beer Guy. He's probably rest in peace, rest in peace, Root Beer Guy. Yeah, or he's back as himself. Dirt beer oh, guy. that's true, Dirt yeah. Beer Guy. One of the many characters that came back <laughs> to life. Yeah, it's hard to Root kill beer. kids, <laughs> kill, kill, uh, kill characters on a kid show. Yeah, yeah, that's true, huh? Did they say that? Were they like, you have to bring your Root Beer Guy can't be dead? No. Okay. It but might be. It might be different now. I feel like Adventure Time is very fond of alternate characters, alternate reality characters, evolutions of characters. But you can kill like robots, and you can kill monsters, and you can. I think you can kill. I mean. Like animate mugs. Yeah, I think because <laughs> <laughs> I think because Prince of Elgin is making all these creatures. Like it's yeah, it's it's a it's a gray area. Like, yeah, whether or not well, yeah, it's can... established that she can reincarnate people. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh... but it might be different now. I don't know. You too. <coughs> it's yeah, always we're in changing. A new era. Yeah, the fast changing landscape of standards and practices. Of standards and practices, <laughs> which we were criticizing earlier for. It makes no sense that we're leading up. They're 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 going on a marathon of Adventure Time episodes on TV, leading up to the finale. But instead of showing the episodes that actually lead up to finale, they literally show the <laughs> first episode ever before the finale. Which, yeah, I mean, I guess you could. It's good juxtaposition. It's good contrast. But other than that, it's someone like someone picked that order. It was not like some, great some, for continuity. Some someone had to, have, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, it was weird, like an hour before. Because I would have liked to see it, even though I just watched it all. Yeah, I yeah. would have liked to see the lead up again. Yeah. You know, to be refreshed. Yeah, I so saw Mystery Train was like an hour before the finale. They're showing Mystery, which is like, <laughs> so random. Yeah. <laughs> but I hadn't seen it in forever. Good old episodes, though. Yeah. Good old episodes. That's the one you do, drew the train for. 
That's true. Right. I gave you an original background. I was like, can you draw that? a train? Yeah. And, you just, and then yeah. you're like, I'm pretty busy. I'm like, oh, come on, it won't take that long. And then you you made this amazing... I think that's one of the only times anybody everybody ever asked me to do concept stuff. Really? Yeah, like on the spot. I was just drawing like a dumb like train. It just looked like a big rectangle. And I'm like, yeah. this looks terrible. Yeah. Like I was having to draw it going into the tunnel and stuff. So I went to like, uh, what is the front look like what is the end look? it's a, it was like yeah oh dan's uh right across from me yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm him. like get out scram kid. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. hey uh <clears throat> hey go sh- shrimp dan dan go shrimp what you how's it go celtics hey i'd love to hey what are you are you so i'm working on a mystery train we were all in that little corner you mean songwell that's right, Samalai, one of my favorite people in the world. Shout out Samalai's iPhone. Love that guy, love that guy. Very unique individual. Yeah. Very unique individual. One of the uh, unique, one of the most unique voices in animation today. Right. Not literal say. voice, though. No. A very, he's his, a very quiet right. person. His presence is felt. His presence yeah. and his artistic yeah. reach. Very profound. Very great influence on me. I'd say he's one of the boarders whose stuff um, gets changed. Hmm. Actually, I don't know if I'm... I was, was going to say his stuff gets revised a little bit, but that's not true. Because sometimes you have to change a little. But then his dialogue is always... You, you don't go in and mess with it. It's like... Yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's like a masterpiece. This you is down to my head, this it. finale. Like, I'm <laughs> yeah. talking about it like it's a, a hundred years in the past already. Yeah. Yeah. So, I got so emotional at the end. Yeah. I know it's really moving, you know, like when they all start singing and everything. Like, when Bimo picks him up, picks up Jake and starts singing, it really does. Yeah. And it starts into the montage, yeah. Especially even before they solve that, it's like that's yeah. the thing. I don't know that just moment. Is and I was so, like, like Ken, nice. Ken was pushing that. He was yeah. like, he's like talking about singing and music and how yeah. music makes you feel, and that's what like Jake's line at the end. Yeah, was, yeah. That was I remember Penn was like sent that in an email. What the ending should be. Again, Penn's mom was the voice of the poodle. Yep. Betty, Shout out Betty to Ward. Betty Ward. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If she's listening. Yep. If you're listening, Betty, shout out to you. She was the, yeah, the, the transforming poodle. Yeah, it was going to be a chicken originally. Oh, wow. It got changed to a poodle because I think she. I like the poodle. Has a poodle or likes poodles? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's That's a, good. It's a good fan fact. Yeah. Tidbit. <laughs> this is like an exclusive. <laughs> exclusive. Exclusive. So of the so so you know we were saying earlier that it seems like the second half of the show really takes off with these grand arcs and these big storylines. You know, being in the story room and and you know what 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 are the what are the sort of the what are your thoughts on the evolution of these storylines that really took Adventure Time to the next level? Like it starts off as such an innocent sort of almost more straightforward show that's very charming and obviously very looks very nice and all stuff but then i feel like the second half it really takes off into this epic adult cerebral metaphysical infinite dimension that you know makes it really what it is yeah i think well yeah there's a lot of people thinking about it deeply and working on it like we're like so when you're in the writer's room you're just kind of going you're trying to generate an outline a week so you're just going like a, a story each week but then some of the boarders like Jesse and Tom and Steve and uh, God, I hope I'm not forgetting anyone. 
but they'll like write out they'll be like hey i had an idea for an outline for this they'll like kind of think about a character and they'll be like i want to try this or I so a lot of it's generating from the storyboarders on their own yeah some of the storyboarders will like write like a, a page premise of like right. a story or right. like sometimes even more fleshed out has like yeah. beats and then they'll give it to they give it to adam and then we talk about it and we figure out like what to like you know we like sometimes you don't have to do anything you're like oh this is a, this is a fully fleshed out story yeah, and, yeah. Like, sometimes you have to like it's a little clunky and or we have to like tweak it to something else that we're working on like to so it hooks up or something yeah i mean it got like it got crazy at the end because it was just like it was building outward like in this all these different directions and you know there's times where i'm like wait what character is that like i don't like people ask me questions about the show and i'm like yeah i don't what i know i was asking you questions today because i've been binging the last five seasons but i've also been like working feverishly the whole time so like i i sort of missed some points of it yeah. that i've been asking you i was like i was like yeah so did marceline's mom ever meet marceline's dad like do we, yeah. we do we see where they meet and like yeah you know, just and, I'm like, well, and i'm like wait maybe wait i don't know do you <laughs> yeah, like it? yeah yeah uh but uh yeah, but but Adam was like Adam was really good at like, like just knowing clocking everybody and knowing where everyone is and like how things. I don't know. He's he's got like a different brain. Yeah, he's absorbing everybody's input and and bringing it into this larger vision of all that you th- like. Who do you feel like? Is there? I mean, what, is he is he like the architect of the arcs? Like he's like everybody's feeding into him and he's kind of. Yeah, I mean he's, he's over, got the grand he's vision of it. Every, well, he's overseeing everything, but yeah. he's but he's also going to the pitches and going to the, like he's he's constantly like all you're doing is just talking about it. You're like talking about what's right. Gonna it's just constantly like, evolving. Yeah, yeah. So like in the writers' room, like he would he would come in, we would like talk. Sometimes he's not there, and we would like write, and then he would like because he has to go to a meeting, and he'll like later like note it up. Yeah. Like he'll like, and then we'll look at the notes. We'll be like, oh yeah, we'll, like we'll just like address all his notes and like. Yeah, he was definitely like, like I, I don't know. He's not human. He's like an alien. <laughs> yeah, he does have an otherworldly quality to him. Yeah. So, what were some of the things that you tried to pitch to him that he shot down? Me? Yeah. Do you remember anything that you like were pulling for that he was just like, no? No, every I I don't know. Uh, I feel like my the things that I the things that even the things that I think are dumb like yeah. like when Ice King or when uh, Simon singing. Cheers? Yeah. Like, that was my idea, and I said it as a joke. I was yeah. like, yeah, he should sing, like, Cheers. It's so funny. I told you I was just watching, because I've been, I've been binging, and I was watching some of the, like, the YouTube recap things, and yeah. one of them was, like, trying to figure out when the Mushroom War happened, yeah. and the guy was talking about Cheers. He's like, Cheers was yeah. filmed in the... Yeah. But it was still in the cultural, like, yeah. zeitgeist at this point. I was yeah. like, I was like, Kent just loves Cheers. <laughs> like, the Mushroom War happened in all of our, like, past. That's really where yeah. it happened. Right. It happened in our collective to... consciousness. Yeah. Like, that we're all referencing. Because he's like, there's lots of VHS tapes throughout the thing. Yeah. And, like, all these things that I put in, he's, like, analyzing. And then, like, things that I know that were jokes of yours. Yeah. And, like... And then, like, Jake mentions Beethoven and Mozart. And, yeah. Like, so there's definitely, like... Yeah, once and you... And they're analyzing you, the tech. Like, oh, yeah. they had, like, cell phones. But they yeah. look clunky and, like... <laughs> but I said it as a joke because I thought it would be so... I'm like, yeah, him, like, Ice King singing cheers and then but then Penn was just like yeah he should sing cheers yeah. yeah and then it was like and then it was great like it yeah. really like tom kenny didn't he didn't he was he didn't watch a lot of tv so he wasn't he, he had to like watch a youtube video of the cheers theme before but then at that worked because at that point 
he's Simon's a little crazy. He's like trying clown. to remember. Yeah, so it's yeah. like it makes sense that he would. Did you guys to... have to get clearance for that to sing? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We actually we were ha- there's a lot of emails. Uh, we were all like Pat and Pat. We were all talking about the Cheers theme because there's like there's a whole. Uh, you can you can you can do a search for it and there's like a whole like history of the theme and how it was written. Like it started as like a off Broadway show and it was like you can hear that version and how these those those song composers and writers got hired to do the Cheers theme and there's like a bunch of different versions. Yeah, and you can hear the full. Ver- Anyways, but and then later we have Mr. Belvedere, the theme from Mr. Belvedere. Oh my God, the they were talking about yeah. that. He's like the theme from Mr. Belvedere, but that yeah. was a much more fringe <laughs> yeah. show. Like yeah. yeah, they were like they were trying to pick it all apart. It was. But so I suggested funny. that. Like then I was, I was like, come on, that makes sense. I love Cheers, Mr. Belvedere. Yeah, and then. Uh, and then uh, but then that works too because like the thing like uh, it's about it's about sticking around and staying and like it really works well in that scene. Yeah, and that joke's really funny. And he's like, we have to preserve the classic art. Yeah, he's like, streaks on the china. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, oh man, that was a Muno joke, I think. Man, I'm just yeah that episode that finale that was such a great finale. It's so yeah. hard. How do you? It's so hard to pull off. To say goodbye to something and like wrap things up and still make it ah man i, I feel just... like it did a really good job so let's recap the finale so the what's the evolution of the new characters that that we met in the beginning of the finale i think they're they represent like that's you in the future what are their names again um <laughs> shit, wasn't it well she was a princess right <laughs> The no. one that looked like Jake, the big Jake. Oh, it was a princess? No, no. The, oh, al- the alien was a Oh, the alien. Princess. There was an alien. Yeah, yeah. There was a, yeah, the alien hanging out. That was them. Steve Wolfhart pitched that. Yeah, yeah, so that's like a thousand years in the future, I think. Right. And uh, I think it's just supposed to like... I don't know. It, you, you think you're going to hear about the, everyone, like the end of Ooh or you know. It's a surprise right away. I like it. It yeah, throws yeah. you off guard right away. Yeah. You're like, what? Yeah. Wait, who are these characters? Yeah. It's a bold yeah. move to yeah. open the finale with, you yeah. know, to set it far in the future. Yeah, for it's fans so cool. only. And the, yeah, and the characters are like, sort of look like the characters you're expecting to see, yeah. and sort of embody them, but different. Yeah. And then they kind of go on this quest. And so the Jake character has like powers, but it's like to you can teleport objects yeah. through its belly. Yeah. Like it's, um, yeah, it's not like, and then so they so they hear the legend and they hike or they up. find Finn's r- r- arm, right? They find Finn's arm, and then they're like, "Let's go ask the King of Wu," right? And they go to where the King of Wu is, but it's Bimo, with yeah, with like living in this. It's Bimo living on top of Mount Cragdor, yeah, with all this like like he's hoarding all these <laughs> all this stuff from yeah, he's this, got all the all the swag from yeah, the old days, a lot of Easter eggs, yeah, full of Easter eggs, which they pointed out. They had funny yeah. like. Uh, when it broke for commercial, oh, yeah, yeah. they had like uh, check out what written <laughs> hidden Easter eggs in the Beemo's house. Yeah, like, that was so yeah. weird. Like, wasn't that awesome when Marceline beat the shit out of that thing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'll remember that Marceline was using her power that she kept. You know, it was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like really funny announcing of kind the of was the, telling the, you to pay closer attention to the show that you were watching. The ancient uh, psychic tandem war elephant. It's like, did you recognize that guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the ancient war psychic elephant. tandem yeah. war elephant. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to but, Jesse Moynihan, yeah. creator of the Psychic War Elephant. Shout that was out to the, Jesse. That, made me, that made me laugh when he said that. Yeah. We heard there was a war. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then also he said, it's clenching. He's, he's yeah. starting to clench. Yeah, good laugh lines yeah. in that. That made Butch laugh. 
Yeah, yep. Shout out to Butchie B. He Butch was watched that twice. That. He's never seen an episode. <laughs> yeah. He watched it all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Butchie B, uh, our friend from town, stopped by and watched uh, watched the finale with us, and it was the first episode he's ever seen before. But he's aware of Adventure Time because he's had me come to his house and sign his daughter's Adventure Time poster. So yeah. he's, he's aware of it. He's yeah. aware of it. He's cashed in on the cachet of Adventure Time. It's like you've never been to Dunkin' Donuts, but you know what Dunkin' Donuts is. <laughs> exactly. You're like, yeah. I get it. It's they make Dunks. donuts. It's Dunks, kid. <laughs> Um, so then, uh, so let's see, let's continue the recap. Oh yeah. Oh geez. Um, so then, uh, BMO starts telling them the story about, yep. oh, so then we kind of pick up where we left off, which was, yeah, Gumball. I don't want to recap it. <laughs> it feels like <laughs> I mean, what? We're, who are we recapping it for? I don't know. I'm just thinking, it? like, if there's anything interesting that's right, going right. to come up. Like, sorry, if sorry. going to make you think yeah, of yeah. anything interesting. I'm, just, I'm too... I'm like, so then... <laughs> uh, it's like, just like, you know, if there's anything interesting that you remember about, you know, the, the, the structure of the story, like, think about with the fans. They just saw this episode. Now they want mm. the, the, the director's cut behind the scenes. Yeah, we should take fan dish. questions. Right. <laughs> we could do that. We could can, we can, we can have people send in some questions for yeah. uh, finale questions. Is this live? Are people listening? <laughs> no, they're not. We could have streamed it. That would have been fun. Yeah. We could do we could do a live stream. Can't you do like those like tandem a, live streams on Instagram now? Yeah, people call in. Yeah. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Mm. Um, <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> Pause. Hold that thought. Um, I like that, it, that it's broken up into two parts, kind of. There's like the... You, they kind of figure out the war with the dream and then the... And then, they, everything's fine, but then you free, you know then normal man is like oh, we fucked up and then yeah 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 down. they like de-escalate the whole war yeah it's and then about there's like to a, be war and yeah. then they de-escalate it and then gold comes or he falls yeah. out and he's like we fucked up and then gold comes yeah. down. Which, of course, as I know from being on Instagram, and I'm sure you do too, people message me every day asking about the finale, and they're asking about Gold, and they're asking about Betty and yeah. Simon and all this stuff. So hopefully people are very satisfied and psyched about the finale with uh, with Gold showing up. And, the, and how do you feel like people will receive the, the conclusion at this point of the Betty and uh, Simon storyline oh right because betty she basically becomes gold yeah right to save the world and disappears because i was asking you where does gold come from and where did gold go right and unknown right to be determined very powerful yeah that's why she's so too powerful to know she couldn't make him go away she right. couldn't to get rid of him right. like a regular wish right. she had to like she had to embody right. she had to become she had to give her sacrifice herself yeah which, I don't know. I feel like it's hard to think about what the fans are going to think. Like, you don't want to do anything like, oh, it's we, should, sad, right? we should do this. Cause the, I don't right. know. I, just, I think when you're writing it, you're just like... Well, when you're writing it, you probably can't think about it. You're trying to figure it, it out. And you're like, what? But now we can think about it. Yeah, yeah. Now we can think, what would they think? But if someone's like, oh, I thought that was terrible. I'd right. be like, well, that's that's okay. Like, that's that's your... That's life. Like, yeah. And I like, like that it didn't wrap up in the way you might expect. That there was a lot of tragedy. We saw in the nightmare world the candy kingdom crumble. We saw in the real world the treehouse get destroyed. Yeah. Uh, we saw Fern 
you know, kind of die, blow away, very still melancholy, but right. it was definitely redeemed. Yeah, you know, as we were talking life. about, it's, came back to life as the second tree and is going to become yeah. the, hopefully the next evolution of the tree house, yeah. you know. The little rabbit. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I'll fucking imagine what that could become and could carry his on his legacy with some new tree house drawings of the fern tree house. Right. Because uh, I felt like I really felt for Fern. Yeah. When I was when I was binging and watching, like, you know, he's a sad character. There's a lot of sad characters in the show. You know, it's yeah. a, it's amazing the depth of characters in this show. How some characters are really just live in a state of emotional turmoil, which I think is unusual for like just a, you yeah. know, a show of this caliber, like a show or the show of like where this where this is in reality. Like normally it would be more straightforward. Hmm. right like what other show well I guess I mean you know this Adventure Time has definitely set the tone and then Steven Universe and there's some other shows that have set the tone of emotional depth probably but I feel like Adventure Time is kind of pioneering in that way yeah yeah I think everything is you know everything is a result of all the influence of like Adventure Time is everything Penn like was exposed to when he was growing up and his brain and thinking and then he made Adventure Time and found all these people to help him make it that have like similar sensibilities and but are have, are think differently about th you know and then they, everyone makes this thing together and it's like becomes this thing of its own like it's weird like you design the treehouse but then like everyone artists can come on the show and be like oh this is where Finn and Jake live and they can like like they look at your style and go, oh, I just like I can draw it in that style, or like yeah. it's so, it's so definitive and yeah. distinct that you're like, oh, I can, I know how to draw a tree that looks like. Is that weird for you when someone's like drawing stuff that looks like your? It's so cool. Like I've been or... saying, like because I've I haven't seen a lot of the second half of Adventure Time because when we came here, like we didn't have TV and stuff, and I yeah. just kind of fell out of touch with it. And then binging, all, I've seen bits and pieces, but binging through it all straight, it's so cool to see so much of the stuff I put into it recycled not only the same locations obviously the key locations are in there all the time but even like like trees that I drew in this one place end up in this other place and people remixing all the stylizations yeah. that I put yeah. into stuff it's like it's actually really incredible like because when I worked on the show and I would watch it I would watch it like as a technician like oh that 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 you know they, oh they redrew that drawing and it got fucked up and oh, that looks weird and oh that was different than I thought and I'd be more kind of picky and just like analyzing it but now I can really like step back and just watch it as a fan and I feel like I binged the last five seasons especially because I didn't work on them as much like I freelanced a little bit but yeah. I, for the most part I didn't work on most of those episodes so it was so fun just to watch it from the fan perspective and get sucked into it all. Yeah. You know, it was like, it's truly incredible. But yeah, it's weird to see because I set the style for the show, like people drawing in that style that was set, yeah. you know, and created. It's like, it's pretty incredible. It's yeah. very surreal and weird. And then some people do it better than others. And then some stuff like really looks like I drew it. And it's almost like a mind fuck. It's almost like a... You know, some people would be really good at it. And I literally, I remember when I'd work on the show, some backgrounds coming in and me looking at them and me being like, wait a minute, I didn't draw this, but it looks exactly like I did. Like, that's yeah. such a cool thing. Yeah. Like, that's such a cool part of the collaborative process. But yeah, it's, it's incredible to see, like, the world and, like, we were saying, like, 
you know, like I created the Gumball Guardians in that first test that I did for to get on the show, and then like they're in the finale, like battling the yeah. creatures and like becoming that that zombie version of the of the of the uh, Gumball Guardians and stuff, and then there's. Yeah, like the fact that that was your test, and like I was looking at that when you posted it, and like the the trees up there, and the and the waterfalls with the juice, and how that turned into, like there was so much lore based, like just from that design, like just, yeah, like, exactly, from, yeah, like it's so it's such a good, ah, it's such a good lesson, and like how in, in in writing, I think, and like we you just go back to the original source material, and you look at something, you look at a design of something, you're like, well, why is that tree there? Yeah. Um, yeah yeah we were talking about how the that that tree that's in the center of the candy kingdom turns into there's that yeah i was just watching it the episode where where uh princess bubblegum's weird newt like creature brother what's his name yeah uh do you remember Nettie. Nettie, yeah, that's right, Nettie. Yeah. yeah, Nettie is in there sucking on the roots of the tree. And it's like, yeah, obviously I had no idea. I mean, the show wasn't even anything yet. It was just the yeah. pilot when I yeah. created all these all yeah. these locations to test for the show. But it's like, I think it just shows how when so many people are dialed in and, and just trying to do their best work and, and really creatively tuned into the same frequency that we, we all synergized together and created this amazing thing together. Like... Mm -hmm where we're all just feeding off each other. It's not like people are going off in different directions. It's like you said, the opposite. Everybody's collapsing in on the source material and then yeah. expanding back out and then coming back in and expanding back out. And it's like, it stays true to itself the whole time through 10 yeah. seasons, which is insane. Like yeah. this feels like it should, should keep going on. Like yeah. right now you're yeah. like, God, I want to know what now happens, yeah. you know, with either these new characters or more stories about the old characters yeah. or like, you know, oh, it's it's amazing. I it's it's so cool to be part of such a rich world, you yeah. know. And like, yeah. I was always trying to put in tons of like weird storytelling into my backgrounds, and then like, yeah, people pull stuff out of there and create stories about it, and it's like such a cool symbiosis between all the facets of the yeah, like the that show. tree. And then when Jesse and Akko did uh, the vault, and then they're like, okay, this is. 500 years ago and like Princess Bulga and she's making the Candy Kingdom and it's like okay they can what was the first thing like that tree was there from the beginning yeah and like, ah, it's such a yeah and it shows it being constructed yeah so they show that yeah. and that everyone has that in their head like okay that's what was going on private like that's now yeah you know part of this part of the lore it's yeah. like you know it's yeah it's such it's such a great like um uh, improvisational uh, collaborative like it's improvisational but it's like very slow it takes yeah. like it's just kind of, it's like it takes so long to make an episode and so you're you're thinking about them for a long time while yeah. you're creating them and i also feel like the stories in adventure time aren't stuffed down your throat they they evolve through time like we were saying like with culminating in the another big moment of the finale for people will be the princess bubblegum and marceline kiss the mm -hmm. romantic kiss on the lips that they have a great moment very romantic and, uh, you know, we've seen that's not a thing that was shoved down our throat. You're always kind of wondering and thinking and we've seen different images and, and different episodes about it. But it's not something that's like, you know, oh, they're together and they broke up and they're together. You know, it's not something that's right out there. It's something that you that you have to kind of watch the show to really absorb. Mm. 
And then, uh, and then of course, the, what other, do you have any thoughts on that one before I go to the next one? The, the Princess Bubblegum and, and yeah, yeah, no, that's a perfect illustration yeah. of what I was saying. Like, yeah. it's, it, you get to watch that over the course of 10 seasons. Right. And it takes a, anything that's worth anything it takes a lot of time. Yeah, and then it just culminates in one, see, that's great storytelling, right? You don't have to do all this epic stuff where, like, you show them getting together and you show them breaking up. You show them getting together. You show them humping. It's like it. all these subtle moments just build up to one kiss yeah. and then it's so epic. Yeah. It's like... Yeah. That's how life is That's sometimes. so great. Yeah, that's a, so it's, great. Not, yeah. it's not all amazing. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of boring stuff in between. And, and then, of course, another very romantic moment was Lemon Grab and <laughs> LSP having yeah. a very sour kiss. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts on that one? great I that was it. great i love yeah. that I well, like, so uh, yeah. a lot of the show is is kind of have poking fun at D and video games and like nights and like quests and so it's like it's, it was cool to see moments of that yeah um because it, it was you know it's a lot of war a lot of war in that finale yeah it's good to yeah. see some humor man yeah. ice king so great and ice king yeah, ice like, king's so funny how's it going when gunter turns into ice king at the end that's yeah that's so great that and was that, so funny and that was in grable's 3000 like S steve wolfer made the ice thing like it flies by camera right and so that was great to like that's like so that's hooked up to yeah ice thing as part of that future world yeah you get to see it was Gunter. <laughs> Wished he was like, I don't know. Yeah, I want to watch them all. I want to watch every episode. Yeah, it's no, weird. I'm really glad a, I got to binge it all. We like, were talking about so earlier fun. just working on a show. Like when it first comes on, you're so excited and you're watch. We would go watch it every week. Yeah, we'd screen and yeah, we'd go to like watch it at the studio or at Morse Deli and yeah, it was so exciting. And then I I was never I would see like work prints or I I wouldn't see things air or I don't know. It was weird. It was weird to watch it. Yeah, yeah, because it's been because it's been gone for so long. It's been out yeah. of your life. Yeah, like a year and a half, yeah. almost two years since I've thought about it. Yeah, and what a two years. Yeah, I moved to Vermont. What a two years. That's right. Big moves. End of an era. Yeah, I live in the woods now. <laughs> now you're living in adventure time yeah now you've moved in where the show's ending and you've gone into the metaphysical Finally. equivalent yeah. of adventure time yeah into into the forest of vermont yeah I, I it's crazy i don't know what it's like for Penn. like i'm so emotional about it but i i don't know if he's feeling emotional or if i know he's, I know. I know. I wish we could get him on the pod tonight. That'd be amazing. Maybe once we're done recording, we can Skype him <laughs> up and see what he's doing. See if he's, uh, see what he's thinking. <coughs> I know I'm going to try to get a run of Adventure Time alumni on the pod to uh, reminisce and talk about yeah. the... Adventure Time memories. That's what I'm saying. Because you, know? you got to think like when you're a fan and the yeah. show's over, like you just want more yeah. content, you know? So like, the why not? The commentaries are pretty good. We would go to Penn's and like sit on his bed and yeah. like just record everyone would just sit around and like like watch the shows and talk and that's awesome so look for the commentaries on all the DVDs right? some, of, some of them some of them yeah a couple seasons yeah look for those nice my new yeah, album Tommy, Tommy told me he's like yeah we were really praising your backgrounds on the season 2 commentary and I was <laughs> like cool <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna Instagram this picture that I just took of you doing the podcast 
What do you think of that? Nice. Good. Yeah. Uh, I'll Instagram the picture of you and I watching the, ep- the episode. Yeah, yeah. We were taking some good pictures of uh, watching the episode here on in Kent's home movie theater. Chateau de Kent has a projector movie theater, has a private home theater here. Very exclusive. <laughs> very exclusive. <laughs> very exclusive. Uh, we had a very amazing pasta dinner with uh, the sauce that will suck your dick. The sauce <laughs> fucking was amazing. The sauce just coated the pasta. We ate it with Kalamata olives, with capers, with, with, with sauces with just enough heat. That's right. And it was amazing. Dinner yeah, did you ever put the hot sauce in? I didn't even wow. eat it. I had seconds and didn't even have hot sauce. Wow. Yeah. That... I, did I shame you into not putting these in the hot sauce? I probably would have normally, but you did shame me into it. But it was delicious. I didn't need it. I was I was like literally cooking this meal all day. Yeah, and then I, love I it. served it up, and then Dale's no, like, I love it. Can I get some hot sauce to drown out? <laughs> no, 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 I don't drown the it. The blandness I that like, I haven't no, even tasted no, yet. That no, I haven't no. even tasted. See, I don't use hot sauce as a spice. I use it as heat because I just like to eat spicy food. I'm a psycho like that. I'll I put hot sauce on my salad. For real. Every salad I eat, I put hot sauce. I mean, I like hot sauce. (laughs) (laughs) But I respect, you know what I'm saying? I respect the house. I I didn't walk in with a bag of shrimp. Butchie walked in with a bag of shrimp. Our other guest, he came in with an entire bag of shrimp and wanted to cook his own shrimp dinner here. And you completely shut him down. (laughs) That was amazing. You were like, we are not cooking shrimp. I've already slaved over this stove. all day to cook this amazing pasta dinner and it was amazing it was worth it it was great yeah we were scrambling to figure out when this was on there was there wasn't much info about when this episode was when this finale was going to be on today right i was literally uh color i started coloring those three uh triptych illustrations yesterday at like three in the afternoon so i i did it uh up until bedtime last night and then was literally like when I finished each one today, I posted it. So I was trying to post them throughout the day and it worked out perfectly. I finished each one right as I posted it in order. And uh, that was very fun. But I was literally sprinting all week to the finish of this Adventure Time background or of this Adventure Time finale. And uh, it was it was worth it. It was amazing. It was amazing. glorious. So good. I feel so wait, what are you going to do? You're going to sell them? Well, yeah, those are for sale. I'll make prints too, but I just wanted to like. If I someone just was to... like, "I want to buy those," you would just sell them. Yeah, no, they're all up for a thousand a piece. I put it up already on the 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 Instagram. Three thousand takes them all. One thousand dollars a piece. Amazing illustrations for people to buy. So if someone's already interested. We'll see if anybody wants to buy them. But I really just want, and I'll make prints of them, which will be yeah. which will be fun. But I really wanted to commemorate and celebrate and come full circle to you know just doing something for the end of the show and it was really fun because i really all week i was working so much to get these done i felt like i was back working on the show working my like pace of getting backgrounds done because i would always have so many backgrounds to do during the week i'd be totally slammed and i'd be working from the time i went up to the time i to the time i got up to the time i went to bed and that's exactly what i was doing on these to get these done and then these were the original three locations that I designed when I first started on the show. So it right. was like, it just I didn't realize how incredibly nostalgic was it was going to be to cram in this triptych of illustrations and binge the second half of the show, like all at once leading up to this finale. So I'm, I'm on a very, 
emotional adventure time high right now. Look, I'm t- I'm going to tag you in this picture. It didn't even I didn't even have to write the ghost room. It just said it knows because I'm talking and they're yeah. listening to us. It was like you were the first. There's like talking about the ghost room. It already yeah. do. We're posting. We're tagging. This is this is the next level. We're doing a podcast. We're posting. We're tagging each other. Yeah. This is 2018, people. Yeah. This is the Adventure Time finale. Deal with it. Deal with it. What else? Um. <laughs> do you have any other uh, any other closing thoughts about this? Uh, Feels weird. I did start crying at the end, and I was like, "Oh man!" Like it. Uh, yeah, it feels weird. I've never worked on anything that long. And, yeah. Uh, it does feel like everyone that worked on it, like you're, we're, we're connected to. Like, yeah. like we feel like a family. Yeah. Like I feel like I'd do anything for anyone that worked on Adventure Time. Yeah. Like, you were there. You know what it was like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and. Yeah, the finale was very satisfying. Oh, so I feel so satisfied. I hope everybody else does too. <clears throat> I mean, if they aren't, I can't imagine what else they would have wanted. I feel like it delivered. I feel like every question that I got on Instagram was like result was like addressed and and crushed in the finale. Yeah, it's hard to work on something and be a fan of it at the same time. Like yes, yeah. but exactly. Uh, so. I feel good about it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel really good. I feel fantastic. But also, it's weird to not be, like, I'm like, I'm like, it's crazy watching with you in the, like, I live in Vermont now. I know. Like, we've, we've, we've gone into this weird parallel reality yeah, where we yeah. live in the woods. We yeah. were, we were once in LA, successful people <laughs> working <laughs> on this show, and now we're living in the woods. But I wonder if everyone's watching it in LA. Like, are they yeah. a big party? Or are they all watching yeah. it by themselves? Yeah, where or, are you guys? Yeah, what's going on? Okay, Skype us. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Tommy's watching it alone. Really? <laughs> Just assuming. I feel like everyone got, must have got together or something. I hope so. Well, they but they last week they all had the right, there was advanced like a screening, screening of it. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing. Are they gonna do yeah. it twice? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We were like, we gotta watch it live, and I was like, no, we'll just wait till it's. I wanted to watch available. it. Live. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad you yeah. insisted. Yeah. It, well, I'm like a you know like you want. I'm like because I, I also watch this live now. sports. It's like yeah yeah. I gotta cancel Hulu. Yeah, <laughs> he did the free it's trial. Forty bucks a month. Yeah, the free trial for live. Yeah, free trial for a month. Yeah. That's good. That was perfect. That's all we needed. Yeah, I was like, I'll just cancel it. And then it, before I could watch Adventure Time, it made me like go through a thing. It was like, what are the shows that you like? And it was like, Rick and Morty. And I'm like, yeah, I like Rick and Morty. Yeah. And then like, it was like suggesting things. I'm like, yeah, I love that show. And then I was, they're like, okay, we got a playlist for it. Like, we'll show you all your... And I was like, oh, it's, it's sucking me in. <laughs> it's, it's sucking you off. You're going to get stuck in the Hulu world. <laughs> All right. Um, well, yeah, I think that's about it for now. We got an hour in on this uh, of thoughts on the finale. And I'm definitely going to do a podcast. I haven't really done a podcast just kind of reminiscing about my Adventure Time days. Mm, yeah, so I'm going to yeah. do that. I think that'd be fun. Adventure Time days. Adventure Time days with Behind the Foreskin Ghost Room. Wait, is this, is this the Behind the Foreskin or is this no, Ghost this is, No, this is the podcast. Ghost Room and Friends. <laughs> Let's go to your friends. Sound like go to your friends ghost behind the pumpkin. And friends. Behind the, go shrimp behind friends the friends. Friendship and yeah. ghost shrimp. Yeah. Friend shrimp, ghost camp. Ghost camp, camp friendship. Shout out to Bart the Dog. Bruce Bigham's. What does Bruce Bigham's think? What does Bruce Bigham's think about the Avenger Time finale? He probably right. thinks this is a bunch of uh, hokum jokum. This is a little too silly for Bruce Bigham's fry. What would Bruce Bigham's watch? 
Magnum PI. <laughs> Mad about you. <laughs> like reruns. He has like a DVD. And, and he he has like season six. Yeah. Of, that's all. <laughs> he only knows season six of Mad About You. Oh, and Frasier. Yeah. Amazing. All right. Uh, well, yeah, I think that's just about it for now. I don't really have any other thoughts. Um, I hope everybody thoroughly enjoyed the finale. And uh, I'm going to post up my backgrounds from the finale. Oh yeah, so so from from me from the from the backgrounds of the finale, um, off the dome, I did the when when they're when they're going up to meet BMO in the on top of Mount Cragdoor, I did the exterior of that. Um, there's some of that nightmare dream sequence that I did uh, where they're running inside the gumball guardian's mouth. That was really fun. And when they're running on that loop of uh, of the Candy Kingdom uh, structures, kind of isolated with all the eyes and and and, and thorns on them, um, the destroyed treehouse, of course. Um, I did the interior of Marceline's house when it's all filled with those grapevines with those new characters living in it. They've started some kind of winery in there, um, which I thought would be funny. I brought back that, or no, actually, that was already in there. That squid ink press from the from the uh, from the from season one was in there. Um, and uh, let's see, I'm trying to think what other backgrounds I did. I think those are most of the backgrounds I did, but I will be posting up the backgrounds on the website and the Instagram tomorrow. So you guys can check that out and I'll get this uh, podcast up so everybody can enjoy it. All y'all that are, that are, that are so pumped about the adventure time finale and want to hear a little bit more, want a little bit more adventure time content. We're, we're steady kicking it out for you. That's we'll right. be here for you. We yeah. will we'll continue. I'll do some more adventure time illustrations. I definitely want to continue this series that I started with this triptych. So I'm going to do some more characters and uh, me and Kent are going to start a rival Adventure Time show that continues it and discredits the comic. Spoiler alert. What? Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> we could. We could. You could write it and I could draw it. We could yeah. start a rogue yeah. Adventure Time whole industry here. Oh, my God. Fan fiction. They can send us the stuff and we'll yeah. reject most of it and yeah. just do what we want to do. And we'll see how far we can get. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Have a good night. Peace. <laughs> All right. There we go. Another episode in the books. Um, just a little bit of, uh, of extra behind the scenes info for all those Adventure Time fans out there that enjoyed the finale and uh, wanted to hear a little bit into the mind of Kent Osborne and Ghost Shrimp on the night of the finale. You know what I'm saying? I love that all of these uh, episodes of the podcast are just little time capsules of the little creative friendship moments that we have here in this life because that's what it's all about. It's about creating a life based on the things you love to do the most and surrounding yourself with a crew that is fucking motivated and and on that wavelength and and on that fucking creative exploration tip and uh, out there to just really enjoy things together. It's all about having an awesome creative community. Um, Shout out to all the Ghost Scouts. Shout out to all my homies out there. Shout out to all the Adventure Time fans out there. I hope everybody really, really enjoyed the finale. I thought it was fucking amazing. Um, I can't wait to watch it again. (laughs) I could watch the last season over again um, and just absorb it all. It's fucking, it's such a heady show. It's so good. 
Um, and uh, yeah, you know, I'm looking forward to when uh, when people are ready to bring it back. You know what I'm saying? I know there's going to be some Adventure Time specials in the future. I know we're going to see more of this. You know what I'm saying? Because the fun will never end. Because it's Adventure Time, right? So uh, let's see. Make sure that uh, as you're going through your week here, you're staying super hyped, super motivated. Um, you know, set those goals, plan those goals, get that weekly planner out, get that dry erase board on your fridge and, uh, get a little bit closer this week to that fucking life that you want to live. You know, no one else is living your life. It's up to you to chase your destiny, to navigate the, the successes and the failures, the twists and turns, the points where the point where it seems completely hopeless, just like in adventure time, you know, but if you stick with it, if you stay focused, if you stay motivated, if you are dedicated to that high morale lifestyle, you can take any situation and turn it into something good for yourself. You know what I'm saying? So get that world champion mindset going. Get those world champion routines and habits going. You know, Eliminate your least productive habits from your routine so that you can open up more space in there to fill it with that fucking stuff that gets you psyched and pumped. You know, um, and, uh, you know, also definitely take some time out to try to hype up other people. That's a big part of this. You know, that's what this podcast is all about, getting you hyped, you know, and it doesn't have to be that the, you know, the people are just like you. It can be people that you would normally never talk to that, that speak a different language than you, that have a different religion than you, that come from a different place as you, that look different than you, that believe different things than you that have a different religion than you don't think about that don't think about the differences you know what i'm saying you have much more in common than you have in conflict with every single fucking person on this planet i guarantee it you know what i'm saying we got to break down these stupid mainstream reality impregnated fucking tropes and paradigms that are crushing the fucking creative animals living in this un infinite universe we need to unlock the potential of everybody to fucking live their dreams you know what i'm saying it's definitely possible i'm working on it the scouts are working on it and we're trying to get you hyped up to work on it you know what i'm saying so uh jump up on uh patreon.com slash go shrimp to uh support the podcast if you listen every week you know what I'm saying make sure you're subscribed uh, make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend about the podcast uh, make sure to head over to itunes and give a little five star review if you feel so moved so that we can keep reaching uh more and more people who want to get hyped up who are on this silly fucking create your own reality fucking beef jerky fucking hand job fucking beef stew lifestyle shit you know what i'm saying um, if you know someone that would love this podcast, hook them up with it. You know what I'm saying? Give, let your cousin know, let your cousin know how you feel. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, so let's get to these, these Patreon shout outs, um, coming in at that $5 per podcast marinated steak tip level. We've got the girl, Eric Amelhus, you know what I'm saying? Big shout outs at that three dollar per podcast level we got zeta get yourself some beef stew my friend see you in the workshop 
this weekend. Oh yeah, everybody that signed up for round four of the 12-week online group workshop, that shit starts this weekend, you know what I'm saying? So stay tuned. Um, in another day or two, you're going to be getting an email and you're going to be jumping into a uh, little group and we are going to be kicking off the workshop this weekend. So get ready to fucking work your dicks and your titties to the bone, you know what I'm saying? Because we hit it hard 12 weeks of fucking assignments vid chats fucking work sharing it's fucking amazing um and uh, if people are interested in round five that's going to happen in january um you can get on the notification list to be the first to know when the spots are opened up for sale um all four rounds so far have sold out there's 10 spots per class per workshop and uh, those will be going probably sometime around Thanksgiving. I'm gonna I'm gonna open that up, and uh, the people that have the first crack at buying those spots up, I think they had a week or two this time, and uh, I think about half the spots got snatched up by people on the waiting list. So do not sleep if you're serious about taking your shit to the next level, to getting fucking super motivated and super pumped and getting a little creative community going. Um, with people going through the workshop with you and then jumping out into the uh, into the alumni group um, with everybody who's been through the workshop before, sharing work in there and building on shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, don't hesitate. Uh, get at me. Spots are going to be $1,000 a piece. And if you look up the average cost of online workshops and, and, and college courses and stuff, it is right there fucking at the lower end of the average cost so this is a bargain this is one of the most powerful workshops on the internet and it's one of the most affordable as well and you have real personal access to me you know saying i'm vid chatting with you every fucking week for 20 or 30 minutes like this is not a prepackaged deal this is we have a curriculum but we come in and we make fresh videos and do fresh vid chats every fucking week this is fucking cooked up fresh fresh energy you know what i'm saying um so uh yeah so see you there zeta uh all right shout out to my man Raphael tang hall coming in with three dollars per podcast much respect homie uh big shout out to daniel foothead aka ghost scout sports magic um uh, shout out to uncle terry the album cover is coming out super sick homie um uh, let's see. Shout out to oh the Hollywood hotshot Mark Osborne. Big shout out to Year Six Camp Champion Beard Lips, aka John Mansfield. Shout out to Ghost Scout Computer Person, aka Lermy. Shout out to Workshop Alumni Johnny Clines. Going over there to Denmark, we got a shout out going to my man, Try Man Hunt. Big shout out to Ghost Scout, Chicky Bookie, aka Alexi Giroux. Big shout out to Arguably Art. Um, and of course, these are the people that supported the last episode of the podcast, episode 48. Um, and uh, we got none other than kent osborne showing love for the podcast you know what i'm saying we got a shout out going to waste zoid we got a shout out going to chris burke 
Big shout out going to workshop alumni and Go Scout Mr. Husband Cruz Murray. Uh, big shout out to Michael Broncado. Get yourself some beef stew, Jesse from you. Big shout out to Ghost Scout Fraga Dal Dundee, aka Steve Winfield Meyer. Big shout out to Gerard Jones. Get yourself some beef stew, Spook Novel. Big shout out to Jesse Kukuka Donnie. And last but not least, workshop alumni Alejandro Fuentes, a.k.a. Los Focos. Check him out. Um, all right, that's it for this week. And uh, hopefully I will hit you up next week. <laughs> I always say definitely, but I'm like, goddamn, I'm cursing myself. But my intention is always to bring you a fresh podcast every week. You know what I'm saying? When I can't do it, I feel bad. I, I get I get angry. I smash it. No, I don't really. But, you know, I'm always like, fuck, I feel like I'm letting you all down. So I'm always trying to bring you a podcast every week. And if for some reason I haven't, um, it's just because I'm swamped with, with family stuff and fucking work shit and you know I'm, I'm always spinning one too many plates at one time um, but you know that's how I stay hyped so uh, you know just know that as soon as I can get you the next episode of the podcast I definitely will you know what I'm saying and stuff usually slows down a bit in the winter time um, here uh, you know and it's 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 fucking wonderful so we're heading into fall right now well let's see we're, we're, we're ending out summer we're going into fall and we're gonna get towards the winter time I guess it's still pretty far off but uh, you know whatever what the fuck am I talking about? What the fuck am I ever talking about, y'all? All right, y'all. Shout out. Have a very productive week. Have a very positive week. And, uh, you know, stay hyped. Stay inspired. Um, get that high morale going. And uh, be peaceful. All right? Later.